Happy Wednesday, everybody. I am your host, as always, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor, Detroit's love guru, going to be talking about stage three of a relationship, the storm. And I'm going to talk about this real quick right after this message. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to help you through the storm. Pay attention. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Art of Relationships show. I'm your host, as always, Greg, Detroit's love guru. And you can join in the chat and the comments down below. And please, you get a chance to win my latest book right here, right here, if the lights don't hit it. Love, Sex, and Everything in Between, A Relationship Guide. Here's the back cover right there. And I even pay for shipping, okay? So you get a chance to win it. All you have to do to enter, no big deal. Share this video or the post about the show down below this on your timeline. And I'm going to go ahead and draw winners tomorrow, Thursday morning. So you have all day, all night. Share with your friends for a chance to win my book, okay? Now, um, my heart goes out to all those in Kentucky, the wicked tornadoes, uh, devastating, okay? Which led me to today's episode <coughs> about Stage three, the storm of a relationship, okay? And stage three is where most people, they don't make it through, okay? Divorce happens, breakup happens, affair happens, everything happens in a bad way in stage three situation, okay? So let me run down real quick. Stage one, everybody gets it, right? The honeymoon, the bliss stage, right? Everything's great. Everything's rose-colored glasses. That's a given, right? Stage two, I almost said three, <laughs> stage two is, I call it reality stage. This is the reality where you start noticing that your partner and your partner, of course, notices that you are not perfect anymore. Reality stage two, reality sets in where, you know what, your nuances start irritating you. You start rubbing each other a little bit. You know, reality sets in. You still love each other. You still adore each other. And those nuances start setting in. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Stage three. This is the doozy. Okay. The storm. This is the stage where a lot of people, you know what, they don't make it. That reality starts setting in and you start questioning, you know, your expectations might be shattered about what your life, what your relationship would be together. Stage three happens, and it could happen within the first year of a relationship, first six months. It can happen 20 years into a relationship. There's no, no set time frame or parameter when stage three hits. Most relationships will go through this. You have a lot of people, stage three might hit when, you know, right before the kids are out of the house, the empty nest syndrome, where they graduate high school, that type of situation. But stage three, the storm, is when you start questioning, what the hell am I doing in this relationship, right? What am I getting out of this relationship? I don't even like my partner. I know my partner doesn't like me. Sex is sort of down the toilet type of thing. You might be arguing, fighting, you know, on a daily basis for real, right? Some people don't even talk. They they haven't talked at all. They don't engage at all in these situations. And stage three is often where 
the divorce word gets thrown out, right? I want a divorce. I'm thinking about a divorce. I want a breakup. I think we should separate. I think I want to be alone. Those type of situations, right? I don't think we're meant for each other. And this is where the storm, the chaos starts hitting up, where you start ripping each other apart. You start bashing each other. You start maybe being totally disrespectful to one another. And let's face it, right? It, it goes downhill from this point on. This is a stage three, the storm, where, you know what? Hurt people hurt people, right? I don't ever justify it. I wish it didn't happen. Hell no, right? But this is a point where you start ripping apart each other, okay? You bash each other. And if you have kids during stage three, you might be the type where all your arguments are when the kids are at school, their kids are out of the house, right? Kids might not ever see you argue, but they feel it, right? They feel the tension. They feel the eggshells going on uh, left and right. And they're wondering what's going on. They just feel the vibes, the disconnect that's going on in stage three of a relationship, okay? So um, with stage three, you're looking at ways, how do you get out of it? I would love stage three to be even prevented, okay? And a lot of times it can be prevented. And this is where we got to look at realistic expectations. What is going on to create the disconnect? Like I said, stage two, the reality, you know, sets in and you're looking at, oh man, man I didn't know he did this. I didn't know she did this. Boy, that's really annoying, right? <clears throat> and you look at, oh, maybe they can change it. Maybe not. And am I good enough? Can, you know what? I can handle it, right? No relationships, perfect type of thing. And then stuff just builds and builds and builds. And then it sort of, you know, builds up in the stage three. So we want to try to avoid the storm or maybe stage three can be a little rainy, right? Little snowstorm, no big major. And you're able to pull through it and go into, you know, the rebuilding, the rejoining, I call it in stage four. And then stage five, is the peace, the tranquility, if you will. Again, nothing's perfect, but that's where you get on and you solidify. You are with each other. You love each other and you want each other until the rest of your lives, okay? <clears throat> so stage three, ways to avoid it, right? You do an assessment. Most of the couples I see in my office are in stage three, probably 90% of them, okay? Uh, I'm real. One cheated, both cheated. Divorce papers are filed. They broke up. They're separated. Or talks about divorce, talks about being separated. Most of, probably most couples that see seek professional help, if they do, they're in stage three, okay? So ways to avoid stage three or reduce its totality <clears throat> The disaster it comes from is to be able to look at and assess, you know, you've heard it before, right? What do you need to feel loved? What do you need to feel respected? What do you need to feel desired, if that's important to you, in the field that you are appreciated, valued, and important, a priority, that type of thing, okay? If these things were in place, Chances are stage three is just going to be a ripple effect. You're going to be able to go through it, little bumps, little, you know, nuances here and there, but it won't be a hurricane, a tornado, if you will, that stage th uh, three represents for a lot of couples. Okay. So we need to be able to look at, you know, what is going on, what is happening. And stage three also is a point where some couples, they get to an idea that, 
maybe we weren't meant to be together, right? We don't hate each other. We, you know, we like each other, but we're not in love, that scenario. And maybe I want to live a different life. So the storm in stage three can also be the eye of a hurricane right? It's calm, it's peaceful, that type of situation. And you're doing a reevaluation of your life and your situation about how you want to live it and who you want to live it with, right? This is where expectations can change. This is where expectations might even, you know, get sort of blasted, plastered, if you will, <clears throat> exploded, that the reality is not setting in. I thought I would be here. I thought our relationship would be here. I thought it would be like this, kumbaya all the time, and it's not. You know, that's where I say about realistic expectations of a relationship, and you got to be clear and try to be precise about what you're looking for, what you want, and it's even the little idiosyncrasies about, you know what, I can be moody sometimes. I can be annoying sometime, right? Um, so we'll be able to do that. Hey, Trayvon, hey, welcome. <laughs> no, I won't tell your boss. But, you know, we look at the situation about stage three. Um, it's a whole reevaluation type of situation about the life you want to live and what you don't want to deal with. And it slaps you in the face. And then all those expectations, uh, you know, grandiose expectations that people have, they get shattered in stage three. So stage three, you got to do a reevaluation about how you want to live. And are you able to blend that and mix that together where it's good enough, where from stage one, you know, the blissful stage, the um, unicorn stage, the honeymoon stage, whatever you want to call it. And when reality sets in, in stage two, you know, you still love each other and uh, annoyances. If they don't get taken care of or healed, they're going to build and build and build. And that's where the reevaluation or stage three, the storm sort of explodes. And that's where affairs start happening. You start feeling disconnected. You don't feel loved. You don't feel a priority anymore. Maybe the kids take priority, friends take priority, a job, a hobby, you name it. You start ripping into each other. You start disrespecting each other, calling each other names. You're not, you know, that taking each other into common courtesy and mutual respect is not there any longer. So that's where that divorce starts happening and affairs start happening. I want to minimize the impact. I don't want those things to happen. And that's why I'm talking about them today. So you need to reevaluate what you want in a relationship. And let's be honest, right? Not every relationship or marriage can be saved or not every relationship or marriage should be saved. Okay. This it's sad, but it, I'm honest. I'm not going to lie to you. And that's where I'm different than a lot of people. I'm not going to blow smoke up your booties and to be able to look at, oh, everything's hunky-dory, hunky-dory, there we go, unicorns and butterflies. But you have to do an analysis about what is really important to you now and to be able to look at so you can get through stage three, hopefully together and hopefully, you know, even stronger, even more connected than you ever have before, okay? Remember the honeymoon phase, right? Stage one, right? Everything's great, whatever, but you know each other's reality. You know each other's quirks or idiosyncrasies or little annoyances, but you still accept them and you still are at peace with them and be able to pull through them into stage four, the rebuilding or the rejoining stage to get you through 
stage three. I want you to look at how often have you even looked at and even asked your partner, what do you need from me, right? What do you need from me to feel loved? What do you need from me to feel like I even like you? That, you know what, I do respect you. That doesn't mean you get your way all the time. I'm going to, I say that a lot of episodes, right? That doesn't mean you get your way all the time. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, that you feel respected and you feel, how many people want to feel desired, right? How many people want to feel desired? Some people, it doesn't matter to them. Again, it's not a right or wrong. And how many people feel like you're a priority, that feel like you're um, valued, important? those type of elements and to be able to look at, you know what, you've been dealing with the in-laws for years, right? Now you can't take it anymore. And now stage three, you're doing a reevaluation. I'm not doing this anymore. I've never felt like a priority and now I want a divorce. I want a breakup. You get me. And it's the stage where that reality gets shaken or the reality sort of shakes the other person, the marriage, the relationship and what it really is that you're not happy right? That you're devastated, that you're, you're not feeling a priority. You're not feeling love. You're not feeling um, desired or people just go through the motions and they don't argue. They don't talk, but there's no connection. And then someone starts chirping in your ear or someone starts paying you attention. And guess what? That's when the affair happens. And then it's like, oh, I'm leaving you for somebody else. Or I had an affair, whatever. Uh, I'm sorry, let's move on, forget about it, and take it over. And it doesn't work that way, okay? Take care, Trayvon. I appreciate you showing in. Oh, shit. I, I love that about you. You're straight up and no sugarcoating reality. No, not at all. <clears throat> That's not me. And to be able to look at those elements, you know, about shaking up the reality of stage three, what are you trying to assess, right? That's where I want you to look at, right? Is it, where did we go wrong from the blissful, peaceful, euphoric stage one? And what happened? Maybe you had kids. Now we're adulting more, right? We have bills. Maybe you, you're renting a house, bought a house together, uh, both working, trying to manage everything. There's a lot more stress and it throws in uh, the reality check I really wanted this. <laughs> How many people have asked that? Man, I remember when I was in my early 20s, I couldn't wait to get married, have kids and all this. What the hell was I thinking? So it's, it's a reality check with stage three in looking at what's it got to take that we get reconnected and what do we need from each other to pull us through the storm together that we can be each other's life preservers, if you will, and hold on to ourselves at the same time, our own individuality, but we're there for each other, that we have each other, we love each other, and we want to live the rest of our lives together. And not in misery, let me put that out there, not in misery, but to be happy, to be connected. And these are elements that I want you to be able to look at, okay? Ask your partner, you know what, what do you need from me to feel loved, to feel desired, to feel respected, to feel like, you know what, you are a priority. And I hear people, but the kids come first, but this comes first, but that comes first. But I get all that. Life happens. We got bills to pay. We got, that's the reality, right? But what do you do to even acknowledge each other anymore? And with stage three, it's like, uh, you don't want to talk to me. You don't love me. So I'm not going to let you know I love you. Remember? Hurt people hurt people. So we have to be able to look at the reality and what is setting in and where do we go from here? 
to rejoin, to get even a deeper appreciation, a deeper connection. And this is where I tell people about the importance of what each other feels. I mean, that's from the jump in any stage of a relationship. I always promote that, that what you feel matters, but even more so in stage three, and it doesn't come out in bitterness, okay? So I want to thank uh, today's sponsor. Today is StoryWorth. <clears throat> StoryWorth. Um, check them out, storyworth.com. And you actually get $10 off your first purchase. Uh, go to storyworth.com slash relationships, okay? And you'll be able to save 10%. Storyworth, um, this holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved one that's unique, that sort of makes them feel special. It makes us feel special together. And what it is, it is a... It's a storybook, if you will, but you or that person, your family member is writing that story. They can add pictures to it. You get asked weekly questions um, that might be, I'll give you an example of what they, what they give, you know. You imagine, you know, they email your relatives. It's simple about questions about, you know, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what could you what would you want to find out in the future? Or, you know, what was your favorite, you know, favorite event or activity we did as when you were a child, when you were growing up? Uh, what was your favorite thing you liked about me? They ask these realistic questions and you have a storybook, almost like a, a journal, uh, a Bible, if you will, a diary of your life. And you get a deeper understanding and a deeper appreciation for one another. And like I said, you get $10 off for real, right? Storyworth.com slash relationships after, you know, art of relationships show. And you're able to share this and compile this whole life story over a year. They ask you these questions. You get one question a week uh, that gets asked of the person you want. It could be your son, your daughter. Uh, maybe it's your significant other, your wife, your uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, that type of thing. Maybe it's even you get this for your parent, right? Maybe they're aging, getting older, and it's a great keepsake that you can have for generations that can pass it down. They can be filled with stories, uh, answers to these questions, pictures, uh, different memorabilia. And at the end of the year, they put it in a gorgeous book, bind it, and you have a book, like a total memory photo album, not only a photo album, but you get to tell the legitimate stories about what maybe your favorite activity, your favorite vacation, your, your favorite event was, what your favorite candy was as a kid. That And it's a great way to reminisce and to gain a lot more closeness, what family is all about, right? So you get $10 off. Check out storywork.com slash relationships. And I know with mine, I did one uh, for my daughter as well. And I'm very curious at the end of this year to find out what her favorite, um, you know, memorabilia was as growing up, what her favorite activity was, maybe how we used to joke around and, you know, even say, I love you. Hey, I love you more. You know, we used to be very playful and her favorite, uh, her favorite treat was a, one of those orange sherbet push-up things, you know, on her tricycle. Don't even ask me how I remember that many years ago. So storyworth.com relationships, check them out, okay? 
and you get $10 off. It's a fantastic, it's a very unique gift, okay? Now, back to the show. Going through, you know, stage three, I want you to do, uh, you know, do a le legitimate Q&A, question, answer. And a lot of people might not want to hear the answers. And this is part of stage three, right? You hurt me, so I'm going to hurt you back, right? You called me this name, I'm going to call you back. You don't feel loved. You don't feel appreciated. You feel like, you know, let's face it, your partner said it, right? I want a divorce. I don't love you anymore. I, I hate our marriage, our life together. I want something else. And it just rips apart when you, and you want to attack back. You want to hurt back. Or some people on the other extreme in stage three, they will start begging and pleading for that person to love them. I don't want anybody ever to beg and plead for somebody to love them and be with them. Not at all. Okay. Uh, you know, a listener said a bit ago, I can be blunt. Absolutely. I'm blunt. There's a difference to say, I want to work this out. I want to get through this, you know, hurricane tornado wreck of, you know, what we've been through in stage three in a relationship. And I want to come back stronger. I want to love you more. I want to be loved more, but never ever beg and plead for somebody to stay with you, to have sex with you. Not at all. I want you to have that self-love and self-respect big time. Okay. So I want you to be able to say, I want you, I want to pull this through, but that doesn't mean you sell yourself out and that you're doing all the work. It needs to be both of you working together and asking, what would it take? That's a big step, right? What do you need from me to feel more loved, to feel more respected and appreciated? What can I do to, you know, show you that you are important to me, that you are a priority to me? These are crucial elements to be able to sit down and to be able to look at, I want to know what you're feeling. Like I said a couple minutes ago, this is a part, part where you need to understand what each other is feeling, what each other's thinking, what each other is going through. I mean, this is crucial from the onset of a relationship, but it's even more crucial in the element of when the stage three storm hits and wreaks havoc in your relationship or in your marriage, okay? You better be able to go after, I want to know what you're feeling. Uh, and it could be, oh, I've never felt appreciated. What do you mean you never felt appreciated? Do you understand where it goes? And now that storm is just going to turn, twist and turn and even unravel and wreak havoc even more. Can you say, man, I'm sorry you didn't feel appreciated. That wasn't my intention. What could I do to make you feel intent? This is stage three is where you hold strong. You hold on to anchors, whatever can hold you down to do a self-reflection and to own the part you've done in the relationship to get to the storm, right? Maybe you blew the air so much, right? The mix of, you know, the cold air and warm air turns into a tornado, right? The hurricane winds and storms build up. What is your role in this? And it's not a part or a stage where you start bashing each other. That happens, right? That's going to happen. I want you to stop that self-soothe, slow the exhale. I know my allergies are kicking people. Sorry, I'm, uh, my breath is all over the place. So I want you to be able to self-soothe and I want you to be able to look at, you know what? I don't want you to feel this way. I want to feel more you know, intensified with you. I want you to feel my love for you and my respect for you and that I adore you. And 
you know, what can we do to make this happen? And this is a part where people will argue left and right, right? Well, where was it 20 years ago? Where was it five years ago? Where was it, you know, and I'm so sorry, I can't make up for that. I want to make up for this or not. And this is where getting a hold of yourself really, really is so crucial to be able to look at, do you want this together and have an image of what you need together to pull you through the storm if possible and to be able to intensify and relate to each other on a deeper level, it's needed to get you through that storm. And a lot of times where people start, you know, like I said, hurt people, hurt people, they start bashing each other and they start sort of, there's no self-reflection. You get me? They start picking apart each other in stage three. Let's face it, right? You did this, you did, well, you did this, you did this. The tip for tat, the bashing, the, the ridicule, and goes back and forth instead of being self-reflective and saying, you know what, you got a point. I could have done better at this. You know what, maybe you're right. To put yourselves in each other's shoes, it is needed to get through stage three. If you don't, guess what's going to happen, right? You're going to end up divorced. You're going to end up being broken up. Or if you do stay together, oh, and I hear this all the time, yeah, you saw my facial expressions. You know what? We're just staying together for the kids. And when they're out of the house, we have six years, five years, seven years to go. And you live miserable. And I tell people, you know what? Your kids deserve better than that. I don't want that. I want you to self-reflect and look at what can it take to be better together, right? And this is one thing I tell people, you'll never hear have a date night come out of my mouth. Oh, stage three, have a date night. No, I want to know what you can do to connect. What do you do to enjoy each other? Because date night, you have a date night, but yet you're not feeling connected. You feel like you don't like each other. You're bored, right? But have a date night. No, I want to know what you can do to connect. What is important to both of you? And sometimes it's laughing. Having laughter and fun is a way to reduce the stress to be able to do that. Sometimes it's a deep, you know what? I feel, I love I haven't felt loved by you. I haven't felt respected. You know what? I get you. To be able to self-reflect and own what each other's truth is in a relationship and stop the bashing. And then you're going to have a great chance to pull through stage three, the storm, into more of, you know, you rejoin and you have a, a reappreciation for each other, a deeper appreciation, a deeper love than you've ever felt before that can transition from stage four the rejoining, right, into the stage five of peace and deeper connection that's going to, you know, propel you for the rest of your life. That's where I would love you to be at, okay? Make sure, again, check out storyworth.com slash relationships for $10 off for StoryWorth. You get a, a homemade book that your loved one, your relative, whatever you choose, puts together. You get weekly questions asked. Like I mentioned earlier before, you know, it could be, you know, if you could bring someone back from the dead, who would it be? Or what was your favorite activity? Uh, the biggest time you laughed when we were together, what were we doing? You know, you get like a, a recollection, a journal of your life together, and it's compiled over a year and you get it in a bound book, very high quality, fantastic journal that you get to keep and share with your loved ones, okay? So check them out, storywork.com slash relationships. And also, I want you to check off check out DFWNPLC 
Dan.com. Check out Dan and Amy if you are in need of legal advice. Sadly, there are great people. Check them out. DFWNPLC.com. Give Dan or Amy a call to help you through your legal struggles, okay? They're great people and they actually care. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Check me out, theartofrelationships.org. Peace, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.